Hello and welcome to INV Unfiltered, the podcast on what's new and intriguing in fintech payments and beyond. This podcast comes from INV Fintech, a global fintech accelerator run in partnership with Fiserv, the global banking technology company, and several financial institutions. I'm Phil Ryan, Senior Director of INV Fintech, and you can learn more about us by visiting invfintech.com. Episodes of this podcast will be posted at INVFiltered, INVUnfiltered.com, and you can reach us through that site and on Twitter at INVFintech. The goal here is to bring you enlightened and thought-provoking guests from across the tech and financial worlds to talk about key issues and opportunities. And today we're very pleased to welcome Deborah Barta, Senior Vice President of Innovation, Entrepreneurship, and Startups at MasterCard. So uh, welcome, Debbie. Thank you. Can you tell me a little bit about what you do at MasterCard? Absolutely. So I'm a part of MasterCard Labs, which is the company's research and development division, where we shape the future of commerce with and for our customers across the globe. Uh, Essentially, I'm responsible for the programs that help to generate unique and innovative ideas, both internally and in collaboration with our key external partners as well. I uh, also lead MasterCard's engagement with the global startup community through StartPath, which is a program that collaborates with elite later stage startups from around the world to create breakthrough solutions. So we work alongside employees, banks, merchant partners, startups, and the FinTech community, all to identify and experiment with future technologies through an agile approach to to R&D, incubation, and pilot. It seems like so much uh, payment innovation in particular happens outside the U.S. What what sort of trends are you seeing in payments, I guess both in the U.S. and across the globe, and and how does MasterCard keep ahead of the trends? Sure. Yeah, there's actually, there's a lot of change and trends that, that we're anticipating in payments in general, and that's really where Labs comes in. Uh, We don't just look at new technologies, but also commerce as a whole, as well as the safety and security angles, with a little bit longer-term lens uh, to anticipate and build for the future. So we have offices in, you know, 210 countries around the globe, and we really tap into those offices to, to get the consumer pain points on the ground. So we design these specifically to, to focus on the regional, as we say, the, the, the local, if you will, the, the, the global yet very localized solutions. So, so an example for you is um, take transit in London. We've got uh, Enable the Pay-As-You-Go solution for London transport. So you know, on average, about 12 million journeys each week are made using contactless payments, which accounts for around 40% of the trips on the tube, the commuter rail systems, and buses. So it's, it's really the, the key to all of this is to solve a real customer pain point and to integrate into everyday engagements and transactions for consumers to make their life uh, you know, a little more frictionless. Mm-hmm. And say you come across a great company out there um, working with, you know, in, in uh, MasterCard Labs or one of these uh, competitions that you hold. Um, how do you bring them into the fold, into the, the main uh, MasterCard business? How, how does that process work? Mm-hmm. Well, we have a number of different ways that we work with companies as partners, as acquisitions uh, to the furthest extreme, and we leverage all of those things. So we're technology and platform agnostic in our approaches, again, to solving the consumer pain points, business pain points, etc. So, for example, with the, the external startup ecosystem, 
Um, our team is really focused on managing programs that can generate, qualify, shape, develop uh, various innovation opportunities, and, and closely collaborate with customers, digital giants, and, and then our startups through the StartPath program. So, so essentially StartPath for us is a, a program to partner, as I mentioned, with later stage startups to shape the future of commerce. And we have an established framework that involves you know, startup experts. We've got corporate partners and, and MasterCard subject matter expertise. It was launched back in early 2014 as a way for MasterCard to work directly with global startups to, to build innovative solutions in a variety of adjacent and disruptive areas, uh, including financial services, fintech, commerce, and others. And our, our goal from the perspective of the startup engagement work is to really help the startups grow their business faster than they could by themselves. And then we also identify business needs and match startups with our banks and merchant partners to develop new products and services together. So all of that uh, information on that is available at startpass.com for startups who might be interested. It's an open enrollment process, and, and we don't take equity up front. It's really a nice, engaging program, and it works across the globe. So that's a, a good example of how we engage with other companies. Yeah, and you must have financial institutions coming to you all the time who are looking for ways to innovate in their, in their payments business. I, I imagine that this is pretty helpful for that. It is. We do. And we, we specifically have different ways to engage with, as I mentioned, the, the, the FinTech community within our own employees, but then the partners as you mentioned. So we have a, a group called Labs as a Service, and it's a business that partners with MasterCard's customers to accelerate new product development by collaborative engagement. So the, the Labs as a Service engagement is really designed to offer proven tools, techniques, and processes that we've developed in MasterCard Labs along with our process consulting and digital practice expertise within MasterCard Advisors, which is our professional services division. And it helps our clients conceptualize, they can develop and pilot new digital product concepts, and then drive an innovation culture within their own organizations. So the, the teams use innovation sprints and challenges, and, and we engage cross-functional teams to design and deliver technology solutions to business problems in a really short period of time. And that's what they're looking for is how can we bring these new technologies to market in a, in a safe environment but uh, efficient and, and begin to see some of those results very quickly, sometimes within days. Wow. Well, um, so uh, Apple, of course, had a big announcement yesterday. Um, Apple Pay, uh, Samsung Pay, Android Pay, all these various pays. I know MasterCard is involved with Fitbit Pay, Garment Pay. How do, you, how do you view all these from within MasterCard? What, what do you make of all these various pays out and about in the world today? Yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great question. And they're all, from our perspective, key partners to MasterCard. So at the end of the day, whether you're using a plastic card or you're using a mobile device with a, a digital account that you've placed into it, it's all tying back to that core MasterCard 16-digit card account. So the, the piece that is often overlooked is that um, regardless of the environment you're using it in, you get all the rights, benefits, and protections of, of a traditional MasterCard transaction. And you know, if, whether it's rewards or cashback or zero liability, that sort of thing, it's all retained regardless of the channel. So for us, the partnerships are, are key. We welcome them. And I saw, I think it was earlier this week, uh, even Venmo is putting out a card now. So even the, the pure digital players are going for cards. I think it was a Visa card, but we'll forgive them for that. Uh, <laughs> why, why does it all seem to come back to cards in U.S. payments? Is it that this 16-digit number you were referring to, this works so well? 
That's exactly right because the card, it's, it's not about the card. It's about uh, the card being a form factor, just a, a means to an end if you will. So regardless of if it's a physical piece of plastic or a digital account number that you've put into your phone or digital wallet, it's about what it can do for you and it's about the, the choice and how to pay, whether you're paying in advance through prepaid or paying now through debit or paying later through credit. Um, all of those choices are then paired with convenience. So you have the, the acceptance that you know, nearly anywhere, and then you have the foundational peace of mind from a safety and security perspective that, that gives you all the benefits of having, having that access to that card, which is, it makes it clear why payments are, are still what people are looking for, whether it's a physical card or, or in a digital wallet. Right, and that safety and security, of course, we had the horrific Equifax breach recently, um, which was just uh, really discouraging in its, you know, yeah. the breadth of it. So many people. Yeah. Um, what and what can we do? I mean, we've already we've already talked about uh, in the world of fintech. I mean, there's already been some worry about securing the Internet of Things. Um, how are the challenges in mobile and Internet of Things? different from traditional credit cards? And you know, what, what broadly should consumers be doing to, to try and keep payment information safe? Mm -hmm. Security is incredibly important with the adoption of mobile and as you mentioned, the IoT and, and other connected devices. It's, it's really important in our business because when consumers are making payments through all these different devices, they really want to know that it's safe and secure. So authentication has a huge role to play in this. Uh, thinking about you know, EMB, for example, the, the, chip, the chip and pin, the chip and signature security, all of that was built mm -hmm. for the physical in-store, in-person experience. Tokenization, on the other hand, which powers the Apple Pays of the world, creates an EMV-like security in the digital world. So it, it basically takes your 16-digit card number found on your, your plastic card and replaces it with a, a unique alternate number, or what we call a token. And that token number is, is not only different from the original card number, but also on its own, it's useless when trying to perform a, a transaction via a different device. So it's making each transaction incredibly secure. So that's one thing to, to help uh, consumers not to have to, to be so concerned in the digital space. But it also extends to, to the authentication world. And you know, it, when we develop and, and take a leadership position in developing standards like EMV and tokens, which helps, mm -hmm. again, make the payments experience fast, safe, and easy, we then extend the innovations into the larger digital and device authentication space. So, for example, we're pioneering the use of uh, biometrics, including building it actually into a card. Uh, we leverage facial recognition uh, through a product we call ID Check Mobile. Uh, we've got a proactive tests with, you know, in coordination with government security agencies, academics, other partners. And most recently, back to your previous question, we, we have two acquisitions to note in this space. Uh, one is new data which authenticates that you are who you say you are by the way you hold your phone or type your password or other gesture-based indicators. And mm -hmm. the other is a company called Briterian, which embeds artificial intelligence across our network to improve not only the customer experience, but to stop catastrophic fraud right in its tracks. So we provide a number of different things to, to help mitigate and, and, and combat the ongoing uh, a, you know, presence of, of threats here and there, and, and, and we're, we're staying on top of that. It's, it's paramount. MasterCard works with uh, Dynamics as well, don't you? The, that's the card where you can choose whether it's debit or credit uh, physically on the card itself? That is a, that's a different solution, yes, but it does include uh, a, a sort of a more complex card itself, yes. Right, right. Um, so you, you mentioned all, 
all the challenges in terms of security, how as a company do you keep ahead of all that's happening, not only in security, but the, you know, the technology and payments seems like it's changing every day. How do you, how do you keep ahead of all that stuff and how, how do you have a, a view of all that's happening as well? Mm-hmm. So, so MasterCard Labs, which is where I work, it's the company's innovation engine and it puts the new payment and commerce ideas into action. So we go out and we've got research and insights and strategic development and incubation and the goal is to really drive measurable impact for our partners. So we select a number of strategic areas that we focus on and it's a diverse range um, of relevant areas that can include digital payments, obviously, uh, data solutions, financial inclusion, safety and security as we mentioned, uh, new payment flows, B2B, B2C, P2P, blockchain, ACH, all of those types of things, uh, among others. So we really have mm-hmm. a, a broad swath but yet focused areas that help us stay on top. And then the, the goal is to really identify and drive disruptive breakthrough innovations where you know, we're driving a culture of innovation that permeates throughout our organization. It doesn't stop with labs. It really goes through the organization, through the products and services we develop, and then into our interactions with customers, startups, partners, etc. So we make it a way of life. Right, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up uh, blockchain. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, what's MasterCard doing in the blockchain space? Of course. So MasterCard is engaging and collaborating with a, a variety of different players to, to further our innovation agenda, um, some of whom are in the blockchain space. So we're, we're identifying and assessing and accelerating these use cases. We do believe that there's a role for blockchain in the future of commerce, and we're working to collaborate and develop this future in partnership with banks and merchants and industry participants. So we've built and tested a, a private blockchain. We've filed over 35 patents, and we're also working with a number of blockchain companies that have come to us through our startup engagement activities, StartPath, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also opening up access to our technology through APIs that we publish on, Master, on MasterCard Developers, which is our API platform. And we're really testing a variety of different um, potential use cases for blockchain, everything from you know, cross-border B2B payments, the future of loyalty, trade finance, digital currency ecosystems, you know, exchanging trusted uh, data between trusted parties like KYC. And then it extends even beyond payments. So in the areas of proof of provenance and authentication, there's a variety of different things where blockchain could be really interesting. Can you say a little bit more about that developer portal and, and the APIs that you have made available there? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So a, as a sort of way of life when we develop new products and services, we make our services externally available through MasterCard Developers, which is an open API platform. We have over 40 different products and services that are out there today and accessible to the public. And essentially it enables you know, an open yet connected and secure ecosystem where developers can come in, businesses, you know, banks, anyone can come in and grab onto a service and leverage that in order to, to advance their business, leveraging MasterCard's network open to the public. Great. And uh, final question, how can startups, many of our listeners are startups, how can startups get involved with MasterCard? I know uh, probably the primary way is uh, with StartPath. Mm-hmm. or one of the ways. Yeah, that, that is the primary way, and it's a great way. So essentially what we have is an open enrollment program through startpath.com where a startup can apply. And, and again, what we're looking for is startups that are really at the, at the cusp of scaling their business. So they've got you know, a clear understanding of their product market fit. They have some customers on board. They've raised some funding, so they're you know, likely Series A or even in greater than that. And that's where we know we can really help. 
So we'll bring them in and we'll give them access uh, to specific APIs that we think may help them from a technology perspective, if that makes sense. We can bring them and access mentors uh, and mentorship across the organization so they can get a better understanding of, of various business areas that might have interest in working directly with them and pilot and, and commercializing a solution. And then we also bring in all of our partners. So this is banks, merchants, suppliers, universities, governments, etc., to get access to these startups in, in sort of speed dating, if you will, one-on-one-like networking environments where they can get to know these startups. And we, we also provide some custom uh, relationships where we can specifically source startups for the needs of our customer base as well. So it's a great opportunity to really engage in the ecosystem and, and expedite the business for scale. And we're excited to be able to help them to do that in a, in a, in a safe environment that's been developed over a number of years now where we're, we're thrilled to be able to help the startups but then also marry to real commercial pilots either with MasterCard or, or with our customers. Great. Thank you so much, Debbie. And I uh, want to thank all our listeners for joining Deborah and me today. Uh, stay tuned to INVUnfiltered.com for more great podcasts. And we hope to see you in March in San Francisco at Bank Innovation 2018. Um, Debbie, I'll invite you too. Uh, Wonderful. And until next time, everyone, um, keep on innovating and keep it unfiltered. Thank you.